Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, no. Sorry. Um... Gene Davis, if you're watching, this is where Ben gets really pissed off because I do this all the time. I've got a floppy mic. It's nothing to be embarrassed about. I know. It all goes floppy at some times. Happens to everyone. I'm just really not myself at the moment. To be honest, if producer Ben was coming near you, most people would go floppy. Very good. We're so horrible, Tim. We're so horrible. We say this, we he's don't actually, say this. He's such a lovely person. And we do love him. He is a lovely person. Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern day life, answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to those everyday dilemmas. Like, what should you do if you bump into PB? Run away. And is it okay to have an opinion about absolutely everything? I don't know, I don't have an opinion. And of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not usual agony ants, are we? William Hansen, the UK's leading etiquette expert. We've got the wrong scripts, haven't we? Have we? No, oh. he just hasn't even bothered to write anything. Oh, excuse me, sorry, the man's busy. He's all... He d- Ben's full-time job isn't just producing this podcast. He works for audio always, and they keep him very busy. You can think of your own I'm more, you're more. But we're not usual agony aunts, are we, Just give me a minute. I'm checking my list. Christ alive. I don't know why I piss and bother. Did your mum ever do that? No. With your hands on her hips. I don't know why I bother. You ready? Mm -hmm. This one's from Faye. No, we're not, Jordan North. I'm more Bollinger. You're more Boddington's. What's Bollinger? Oh, shut up. What? Champagne. I didn't know that. Really? No, I didn't. Bollinger. Should we just wait for the producers to stop me? Do you want to make any fucking more noise over there? (laughs) Sorry, Jolt. It's Diego again. We've got... I'm here. I'm just... I'm just having a sniff around. I'm just having a sniff around. Oh, he's having his... I'm having my lunch. Carry on. He is cute. Bollinger. Bollinger is champagne, darling. Oh. I didn't know that. Really? Tell you what, right, and I'm not just like playing up to it here. Well, now it's going to sound like I'm playing up to it. I used to to love a pint of bodies, and you can't get it down here. And to be fair, it's not that many places up north now. But in the pub I used to work in, we used to have bodies on top. What was the pub you used to work in called? Uh, The Sir Tom Finney. 
the Preston the Finney, the Finney used to call it. Right. And uh, they used to have bodies on tap. It was two fifty five for a pint when I first started working. Is that there. good? Yeah, really cheap. And then they put it up to two seventy. Oh, the thieving gets up to two seventy. Gosh, two fifty five a pint. I think it's about. I think it's about three sixty, three eighty now for a pint now. Wow, that's quite. It's not too bad. But anyway, I used to love bodies, and then I got into Guinness. Right. Well, that's that's lovely. What a, what a nice tour of the draft scene in the northwest. Top five pints. Oh, for God's sake, not another top five. Guinness? Yes. Right. Don't, and I'm going to get so much shit for this. I talked about recently on Moon Under the Water podcast. Yes. Yeah, Planet Fosters. Right, because everyone hates it, and I love it when you walk into a pub in London, they've got Fozzies on tap. Because I grew up, grew up drinking Fosters with my mates and stuff. I'm such a lad. You know. Uh, three. You're such a chav. <laughs> three. Mm-hmm. Um, Peroni, Pat Peroni. Right. right. Th- you know this means absolutely nothing to me. Four. Mm. Candom. Pale Ale. No, Hells. What's the lager one? Hells Bells. Candom Hells. Love a Candom Hells. Yeah. Right. And... This is this is very tedious five minutes. Number five. Mm. Absolutely into it at the moment. This time next year, we'll, we'll, we'll look into this because it could be in my top top three. Madri. Madri? Mm. Well, make a note of that, Ben. Madri. It's great. It's a, it's a um, Spanish lager. Cruz Campo's up there as well. Cruz Campo? Yeah. You'd like that. <laughs> oh, a pack of Campo. Anyway, riveting stuff on the podcast there. Yes. Guinness, Fosters, Peroni, Camden Hells, Madri. Lovely. Who should we toast to? Well, I think we're going to toast Sarah. Hansen. I don't know. It's his letter from Sarah. Can you stop being so insolent? Oh, yeah. with our, I've got yours here. I've got loads of your Oh, things. you've got my questions. Thank you. Sort your, so sort your shitty... At, I'm, I'm sticking up for you here, Ben. Sort your shitty attitude out. Yeah, clip round here if you carry on. I'm sorry. What's what's with the, what's going on here? What am I missing out on this week? What's happened? Have you fallen out? You used to. No. Have you? We have now. No, Ben's done nothing wrong. Have you just fallen out? What? What's happened? Nothing. Feeling some tension here. And I stuck up for you then. Makes a change. Make that noted. Right, who are we toasting to? What's on the floor? This has been an absolute disaster already. I'm pulled pissing rug up. <laughs> You're all doing me fucking head in now. Sorry, G and Divas. I'd like to toast to Sarah, who sent us the following letter. Hello, lovely, lovely gentlemen. I was widowed very suddenly at 40 years old a month ago, and you were recommended to me as a source of smiles. My friends aren't wrong. You've seen me through some very dark days lately, including 3am binge listening and telling my children some of Jordan's very silly jokes of the week. Oh, don't tell them last week's. <laughs> Do hope your children are above 16. Uh, they're geeks like I am, and your jokes make us all smile. Oh. As do the etymology parts from William. Oh, thank you. Uh, Not many podcasts are funny and clever too. No, and this one isn't either. So, I'm a new convert, but a loyal one from now on. I can't wait to catch up on the back catalogue. Life from now on will look very different, but thank you for making these past few weeks a little more bearable. Sarah. And Sarah, once we've poured our gin into Bonnie, this toast is for you. Now, how lovely was that letter? Now, come over here and kiss and make up. Make up. Come on. Sarah, that was a lovely letter. I'll do you another little um, joke. Can it, can, for, for record, Jordan's trying to get Ben and I to kiss and make up. Yeah. Ben's not even moving. Okay. Just come over here. Come on. 
Make friends. Make friends, make friends. Do I need to go friends. over to Ben? Come over here. Come on. Hug it out. Sarah, thank you. You've made us realise. Oh, he's sorting the... Oh, I thought you were coming over for a hug. Sorry, Gene Divas, if you just joined. That was chaotic. Oh! <laughs> ben just walked away. Yeah, he's got the best laugh, hasn't he? Mm. Go on, hug it out. Say, make friends, make friends, never ever break friends. I love you, Ben. Do it. Make friends, make friends. Make friends, make, make friends. Make friends, never ever break friends. Never, never break friends. There you go. There we go. We're all friends now. Sarah, thanks for that. Just for you and kids, I've got another joke for you. Just been in Morrison's and watched the bloke buy all the mussels, crabs and lobsters. I thought, you shellfish bastard. <laughs> if the kids are over 16, Sarah... That's not going to work. If not, just say, just been in Morrison's and watched the bloke buy all the mussels, crabs and lobsters. I thought, you shellfish get... There you go. To Sarah. Sarah. And family. No, no clinking. Oh, what to clink then? To... Jesus, William, I'll pick this half a pint of G&D. What, are you okay? I'll be fine. That's a freaking... I've got to get on a train after this. Bless you. I've got a meeting. Well, the meeting will fly by. <sighs> Christ. Um, as always, Gene Divas, if you need our help with something, then we'd love it if you get in touch. You can send your uh, tales of trepidation to help at sextonmyboss.com. Or you can tweet us or send us a message on Instagram. At sextonmyboss. Christ. <sighs> are you... what? That's a lot of alcohol. Oh, you can write to William. He promises a handwritten reply and his own letter paper. The address is on the website, sextedmyboss.com. Now, you know when you came over for dinner a few weeks ago? Mm -hmm. Did you sit on it? The new sofa? Oh. I thought it meant your dinner. Um, yes. Did you like it? Yeah, uh, I can't remember. It's just just any old plain sofa, it's really. Not, it's not just any old sofa. Anyway, Mike and I, as you may recall from many months ago... Are on you this pissed? Podcast, no, no, no. Many months ago on this podcast, Mikey broke the sofa, the old sofa, because he sat on it in a, in a northern way. What did he do? He sat on it in a northern way. He threw himself on it. Yeah, he? he just sort of goes, goes to the edge of the sofa, touches it with the back of his legs, and what most of us do, particularly those of us in the south, is we gently sort of smooth the back of our skirt or pull up our trousers, depending on what we're wearing, and sit down in an elegant way. I had a right day of it on site, George. Right, I've, I've, I've got site manager pecking me head over some plasterboard. I've lost my bloody tools. They've been nicked from van again, robbing bloody smackheads again. And I come home and I had a day of it and I throw myself on sofa and it bloody breaks. It could only happen to me. And then madam over here has been getting on at me about it ever since. I've not heard the pissing end of it. Well, so thus we, we had to order a new sofa. The sofa arrived mm -hmm. the week of the wedding. Now, I was obviously the week of a wedding for anyone, bridegroom, whomever, is fairly stressful. Try moving else. It was also the same week that the Queen had died. And so emotion. You had a rat as well. I know that was no, me, that was it? that was you. So emotions were fairly all over the shop. So I was told that the sofa was coming on the Saturday. Okay. Okay. So on the Friday, I arranged for the old sofa to be collected and removed. So I had no sofa for a few few hours. Not a problem. I'm told that the sofa's coming on the Saturday. I got numerous calls from the drivers. We're, we're, we'll be with you between 8 and 1 today. Then I get another call an hour later. We'll be with you in half an hour. Then an hour goes past. No one's arrived. They phone again. We're with you in 15 minutes. Then half an hour goes by. Uh, yep, we're outside now. Can you come and find us? 
I can, they go, we're by, we're by the BP garage. Well, there's no BP garage on my road. So I knew they were lost. And then they realised that they're half an hour away. And then five minutes later, I get another phone call from their head office in Bristol, which is obviously where I'm from, saying, I'm so sorry, Mr. Hansen, but um, the drivers had to be blue lighted to hospital. So um, unfortunately, you're not getting your sofa today. Now, I thought that was very odd because five minutes ago, I had a phone call from them. So how could it within, I mean, great for ambulance times, if that is true, that they that somehow were, were they lying? Well, I, d I don't know. I will never know. The, I'm I'm re I'm not being funny. They I wouldn't bit, lie. They wouldn't lie. That's a very I odd hope, thing to lie about. I hope he's okay. Anyway, so I was like, okay, well, that's it must have been I'm very hard to tell. and I said I'm very sorry to hear that. When am I getting my sofa? <laughs> I didn't feel it was unreasonable. You heartless. Cat. I said, well, where's the sofa now? They said, oh well, it's, it, the other guy has stayed in the van. I was like, well, can he not sort of switch seats and drive the van? And I'm here, Mike is here. We can sort of both get the sofa. Said, no, I'm so sorry. We'll have to deliver it to you on Tuesday. Okay, this was Saturday. I said, I can't, I've got family coming. It's the week of my wedding. I can't not have a sofa to entertain them on. I mean... So I was quite stressed. I'm anyway, yeah, I'm split, but okay. For various, they absolutely, I said, can you promise me then it will come on Tuesday morning? Why couldn't they bring it the next day? Because they don't work Mondays. So why is that then well, my problem? That's Sunday, I mean. So it was, you know, this was a Saturday. They don't work Sundays or Mondays. Anyway, so on Tuesday, they're going to bring it. So on Tuesday, 8 o'clock, I get this phone call. Hello, Mr. Hansen. We'll be with you between 8 and 1. We'll phone you when we're closer. Okay, great. Gets to 9 o'clock. Phone goes. Bristol number again. Hello, Mr. Hansen. Uh, I'm calling about your sofa. And I said, yes. I'm really sorry to tell you, but um, it's not going to be with you today because we actually haven't taken delivery of it at all from the from the supplier. And I said, I'm sorry. So, and, it, and I said, but hang on, but on Saturday you had it. So what has happened between Saturday and now to my sofa? Yeah, it turns out we, we didn't actually have it. I said, but you were, you were phoning, and I went, all the, so they, I, I can, I'd, I'd be, I'm, I'm on your side here for once. All the stress of the wedding, they always say there is a moment before the wedding. This was my moment where I broke. Oh. I actually fell to the floor. I was on the rug, which was pulled back, waiting for the sofa delivery. And I burst into tears on the phone to this woman. What I, did you say? I was like, this is not what I need. I'm getting married. Then we're going on a honeymoon. I don't have a sofa. It's not a cheap sofa. It's also a huge piece of furniture not to be with. And she, I'm, and she actually at one point was like, Mr. Hansen, breathe, breathe. <laughs> I am in, and she, she eventually goes, one minute, one minute, Mr. Hanson, one minute. I then have sort of tinned music for about three minutes and she comes back and I am sobbing. I'm so sorry, Mr. Hanson, I've got you mixed up with another customer. It'll be with you in 10 minutes. <laughs> Are you joking? <laughs> and it turned up 10 minutes later. Are you joking? Nope. Are you joking? Nope. I, and in that I was, I was like, I could kiss you. I had a full range of emotion. Oh, man. And did it arrive? Yes, and it's lovely. Part of me wants to say there's more going on in the world and everything like that, but it is when... I think if it weren't me getting married, we hadn't just lost the greatest monarch ever lived, I would have perhaps been slightly more cooperative. Okay. But, yeah, it was it was an emotional roller coaster. Wow. Well, and what's gone on with you? And, well, you know, I've got... I can give you some sofa suggestions for okay. your new luxury house. Just what else is going on? What else have you got on? Well, I might be moving to Canada. 
Because Mikey the other night couldn't sleep. You're getting it all off your chest today, aren't you? Come on. Welcome to help I sexed my boss the therapy session. Come on. So Mikey couldn't sleep, and anyway, so he, he, he we're very good if we if we can't sleep. We don't get too worked up about it. We just sort of go and sit in the sitting room, do some washing up, or just do a domestic chore, or do something rather than look on phones. But Mikey decided to look on a phone, and for some, I don't really know what went through his mind, but he, in effect decided to do the form you have to fill out if you want a visa for Canada. And so Mikey, he, what? You've uh, just got married. Yeah. He just no no no, he put it we were both moving. And Mikey now every day since has been phoned by Canadian immigration saying that we would be excellent assets for Canada and they can help us through the visa process if we want. Oh god, so they actually want you. Apparently. So maybe we'll do this on Zoom. You wanted, why does he want to go to Canada? I have absolutely no idea. I mean, no disrespect to Canada, but I'm quite happy in London. Do they need builders in Canada? <laughs> they sure, that's that a lot of Scottish people went to Canada in the old days. What? A lot of Scottish people. A lot of men, like, Canada and Australia, I think. A lot of Scots um, went to Canada in, like, don't quote me on this, but not probably, like, 50s, 60s. A lot of people emigrated from Scotland to Canada because they was crying out for tradesmen and stuff. What, and Sc- only Scotland had them? Yeah. Tartan shortage in Quebec. Man, it could have been worse. He could have been on porn and having a wank. <laughs> well, no, we're moving to Canada. So now you're moving to Canada. And it was only three days later he went, oh, they won't, Canada won't stop calling me. And I said, I'm sorry. He said, oh, yeah, I forgot to tell you. I filled out the Canadian immigration form. That, that, do you know what, darling? That's probably quite a big life discussion that we need to have as a couple. This was before we were married. Anyway, we're not moving to Canada, as lovely as Canada is. I'd like to go to Toronto, I'd like to go to Vancouver, I'd like to do an entire little Canadian tour, but with the proviso that I'm returning to the UK afterwards. Take your big cokes, it's cold in Canada. Thank you. That's my advice. Any more? Anything else you want to get off your chest? Uh, well, Artemis, my lovely goddaughter. Oh, My goddaughter yeah. with the biggest personality. She's so funny. She came for lunch. At the wedding. She pulled a wedgie out of her. <laughs> At the wedding, she was in the middle of the church, in the middle of the aisle. Yeah. And she was just playing and doing what kids do, and everyone was watching her. And then we all burst out. Did you see it as well, Dan? All burst out laughing. She pulled this big wedgie out of her knickers. And it was so funny and so cute at the same time, and everyone was laughing. Bless her. Um, well, she, she comes for lunch. Obviously, her parents were there as well. And we're in the process of, um, you know, saying goodbye at the end of the lunch. And uh, I'm giving uh, her parents a nice hug. And uh, Artemis has got her rucksack on. I've said goodbye to her. And she's, Artemis clearly had decided enough was enough. <laughs> so she goes up to the door. And obviously she can't reach the door handle because she's only three in a bit. And she just whacks the door and goes, oh, this bloody door. <laughs> Would you howl? And we all looked at each other and went, did she just, did she just <laughs> say what we think she said? And her parents said, yeah, I think she probably did. <laughs> She's got such a big personality, hasn't she? I know. Uh, Apparently, at, my, at the wedding, she uh, her father. Oh, Diego's farted again. Oh. I'm sorry. Um, at the time Diego comes over, he's shit. Diego, you smelly. Christ, Diego's dropped his guts. I'm sorry. <laughs> Fucking hell! What are you feeding him? Sorry, Joel. Sport my light. I'm yeah. He's he's literally sat here under. Sitting here on lead here under the table, and he's, I've just got a waff. I thought we your breath at first. How dare you? He is cute. Sorry, sorry, guys. I'm a bit trumpety pumpety. Oh, Christ, that bloody stinks. In other news, producer Ben has asked if we could put out a public service announcement. 
Okay. Because he was messaged by a lovely g and called Lewis. I'll read the message. I've got producer Ben's phone. EPB, I'm pretty sure I have seen you in all the shapes in Prestwich at lunch earlier. I appreciate that sounds a bit stalkerish, but it's my local lunch place. Needless to say, I was very surprised to see a member of my favourite podcast team in my little local. He listens to yours sincerely with Jess Phillips as well. Uh, I didn't want to interrupt your day, but I just wanted to say I adore help. It is my weekly fix of laughter. Hope you're enjoying your time in Presswich. I'm biased, but it's the best place in Manchester. Much love and thanks to you, William and Jordan. And poor Lewis. Didn't... Are you? What were you doing in Presswich? Visiting friends. Oh, so he was there. He used there. to live there. Lewis didn't have the courage to go up to Ben and say, you producer Ben, can I have a photograph? Can I have an autograph? Yeah, that's me. And the, ben brains f- be, the brains be on the operation. All right, all the jokes. Ben feels very left out because he particularly, he doesn't just want people going up to Ben when he's alone. Ben wants people to go up to him when Ben is out with company. Because uh, Ben wants other people okay. in Ben's social or familial circle to be impressed by Ben is a minor. And we cannot stress the word minor celebrity. So, Gene Devers, if you're listening and you ever see producer Ben out with his friends or cat, yeah. um, definitely go up and say hello because he will love that. I've told you, my proudest moment was when I was in New York. On the last yes. day I was in New York yeah. as well. And I was walking down the river mm. and this American was like oh my god I listened to Hell by Sex to my I was like buzzing yeah in New well, York well that's what we want with Ben and so if you see him with family and you'll know that they're his family and friends you'll know you know they're family and friends because they'll be looking miserable because they're with Ben those are the people that you go up to okay and you you don't just go hi you producer Ben from Hell by Sex to my boss oh I really like you you don't do that okay you go for it you drop to the floor and you scream. Like, think of, think of how, <laughs> like, when you see old footage of the Beatles in the 60s. Exactly. Or, that times 100. Or when Kim Jong-un died and everyone was... <laughs> oh, do you remember? They were... Kim Jong-il. Which Kim Jong-un one? is still alive. Oh, it was when his dad died and they were like, yeah. ah! You know, when the thingies, the proper can, they were like, ah, no! no. <laughs> so we wanted to... Do you not remember? They had to act. Yes. They had to act hysteric for state TV. Google, YouTube it. And they were like, oh, and it was like the fakest crying and acting. You literally had a gun to their head, and they were like, oh, I'm all broken. It's like they weren't. That's what we want. That's what we okay. Want. So if you see Ben, please go and do that. Okay. Okay. Ben has specifically asked <laughs> us for that. He's probably going to regret asking us to say that now. <laughs> ask for photos, ask for autographs. Just think of Kim Jong-un dying. Yes, <laughs> Kim Jong-il. Kim Jong-un is still alive. Oh, well, just think of one of them that dying. Anyway. Right. Um, <laughs> you going to ask me how my week's been? How's your week been, Jordan? It's been pretty quiet. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm... All right, well, should we go to no, Williams? No, no, no. I'm, I'm going, for a, um, going for a family meal. This weekend in Burnley, booked it. Got his str- I tell you what, stressful ordering a meal, and it's one of them. What's the etiquette on? Hang on, why are you ordering? You haven't got so that they yet. they've sent the menu. What do you think they send the menu before? And they'd rather oh, have I sent it? Yeah, they want the they want everyone to pick the. Options. How many of there are you? Sixteen. Oh, fair enough. But... So, um, so everyone's coming. Grandma Glennis, her boyfriend Nigel. Okay. Uh, Dom's Brad. Brad's worried about Brad. 
Oh, are you? Because we're going after 40. Oh, we're going after be a bit... football and he'll be pissed. And he dribbles at the best of time. Okay. Like he slops. I've ever seen... Like, Brad gets changed like two or three times a day. He just slops it's like everything. the royal family. He just slops everything down him. Right. So Maybe we should get him a bib. Yeah. And boys are coming as well. Who are the boys? Oh, you're nephews. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So... Other than that, but just sorting that out. But you're going to pre-order. Because uh, I'm like, right, at the Surely moment... Surely it's just a set menu. At the moment, I fancy the burger. Yeah. But when I get there, I might fancy the salmon. Okay. But I'm trying to think what else. Is that all that's really going on in your week? Yeah. Um, How are your whoppers? How did your whoppers go down in Chester? Oh, yeah. We talked about that last week. I uh, did a DJ gig. Yeah, it went pretty well. Good. Yeah. With the, the walls of Chester shaking. Yeah, it was... It was uh, Class. Have I ever told you about my rider? About? My rider. No. When I do my DJ gigs. What's on your rider? Buenas. Shock. Johnny Walker Black. Johnny Walker Black. Absolute vodka. Okay. And, uh... You know with riders you pay for it. Not these ones, baby. N- no, no. You pay for it. No, you don't. Not these ones. Okay. Slimline tonics. And, uh, bottles of beer. That's quite tasty. That's quite a lot of alcohol. Yeah, you get freaking hammered. 32 years old, I've got a piss tank, an airy chest, and I'm going out to a load of kids that are 17, 18. You've got to get tanked up to be that confident. Okay. A piss tank's what up north we call a beer belly, by the way. It's what in the south we call a stomach. <laughs> so you're there going, yeah, I'm still cool, yeah. Shabba. Well, anything to medicate your midlife crisis. Yeah, basically. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, should we go on to the... Oh, no, we're going to do your Williams etiquetimology... What is it? Well, go on, try and say the word. Etiquetimology of the week. Well done, yes. My etiquetimology of the week. Two things. One, thank you to our listener, Nick, for coming up with the title. Thank you. We did not credit you a few weeks ago. Thank you in advance. Two, a huge thank you to Stephen Willis who you may know is an OG original G&Diva. He is the one that came up with the Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week jingle. Yep. And also orchestrated a William Hampson original composition, the Give Me the D lyrics. And he has now come up with a Williams Etiquetimology of the Week jingle. Okay. And it's phenomenal. It's William, William, the etiquette geek. His knowledge, knowledge, is quite unique. He'll give you manners, manners, a subtle tweak. It's time for William's etiquette, 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 of the week. It's amazing! Oh! One more time, let's listen to it again. It's William, William, the etiquette geek. His knowledge, knowledge, is quite unique. He'll give you manners, manners, a subtle tweak. It's time for William's etiquette, 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 of the week. Cha-cha-cha. It does lack a cha-cha-cha, Stephen, I'll be honest. <laughs> oh, my God, you love that, don't I you? I love it. How many times have you listened to that? Quite a few. Mikey and I were singing it around the house. Although Mikey being the, uh, the sort of the, the literal person he is, he went, you can't be quite unique. You're either unique or you're not. But whatever. You can't be quite unique. You're either unique or you're not. Get out. Well, Stephen, we love it. Thank you so much. Stephen, uh, that's great. That's lovely. And what's um, your etiquetimology? Yes, I better we... do one now. Yes. Yes. I love drunk, William. I'm not... I'm not drunk. No? No. I'm as sober as a judge. Really? Yeah. Go on, then. What's your etiquetimology of the week? Elbows on the table. Yeah, we know, well, we're not eating, so it's okay for you to have your elbows on the table. But do you know why, historically, we don't put our elbows on the table? No. Well, I'll tell you why. 
after these messages. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you Everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Okay, Gene Davis, thanks for sticking with us. Um, it's time for William's Etiquette Emology of the Week. Do tell us, Mr. William Hansen, the UK's leading etiquette expert. Well, it all goes back to the medieval times, the Middle Ages. Think of the court of Henry VIII, that sort of era. That's when we're going back to. And the, they would eat in what, in effect, were multi-purpose rooms. They were rooms used for dining, but also rooms used for sleeping, for entertaining, for partying. It's one big hall. And so every time they were going to eat, and they didn't have three meals a day at this time of, of life, uh, we should just say. It was sort of really two. Who has three meals a day, though? Well, probably most of the world. I just have breakfast and dinner. Tea, tea. How medieval. Mm. Um, so every time they would go to eat... They would bring a trestle table, basically. They would create a trestle table. They would have a bench with a large sheet of wood on it. And they would then arrange the food down the centre of the table, but in a way that balanced the table. So if you put your elbows on the table, on one side of the table, because it wasn't a secure table, the table would tip. Flip. And so it became the etiquette that you didn't put your elbows on the table. So if you did that, it'd flip it over. It would flip, and obviously all the food would go on the floor, and so you wouldn't be popular. And how many hundreds of years later, it is so ingrained in us as humans that we don't put our elbows on the table, and that is why. I think I eat with my elbows on the table, don't I? Well, it's very hard to do that. So can you do that, forearms on the table? You can rest your wrists in between courses if mm. you are in Europe or if you are in Asia. But if you're in Britain or America, then hands in the lap. Oh, is it hands on the lap? When you're not using them. It's so hard, you can't eat with elbows on the table. No, but it's resting them, isn't it? Yeah. At the end of a meal, perhaps, once everything's been cleared, if the host has got elbows or arms on the table, then that's a signal it's fine. But when there's food on the table, absolutely not. Okay. Shall we go to our listeners' questions? This one is from Ellie. Hello there, William and Jordan. 
As individuals who also love and respect theatre etiquette, I have an unusual question to ask. As a big Harry Potter fan, I recently attended the Cursed Child shows in London. You're a wizard, Harry. Parts one and two, of course. I settled in as part one began, amazed by the show. Sorry, sorry. how does it work? Do you watch part one and then come back later to watch part two? Well, they've changed it. So pre-Covid, you could... When you went to book your tickets, you had to book both parts, but you could go on different days. Oh, okay. Whereas now, and I think foolishly, they have made it that you have to see both parts one and two in the same day. That's an awful lot of time sitting in the theatre. Uh, if you're a big part of that, I want to really want to see. Is it good? Have you seen it? Yeah, it's good. But I even I, have I, you seen it? Yes. How did you get tickets for that? I bought them. Oh, I need to get them. Yeah, but have you and seen I'm going to shock yet? you here, Jordan. I'm going to shock you. I don't think I could even sit through any show, including Mary... I could not do a matinee and an evening performance so of Mary Poppins. Every day, do they do a even, an afternoon yeah. and then an evening? I believe so. Every, they must be knackered. They must be knackered. It's that six days a week? Yeah. It would put me off going, quite frankly. Six days a week they do I that? I would do two nights in a row. I'd do a matinee one day and an evening the other. I'm just more worried about the cast. Six nights? Is that six well, nights? Well, they obviously know what they're signing up for. Six nights a week? I, I, don't quote me on that. Might be five nights. Might be five. Who knows? Okay. But it's a lot. Yeah. Anyway, back to Ellie's letter. Uh, she recently attended both the Cursed Child shows. She settled into part one, being amazed by the show, when suddenly she noticed the couple next to her talking in raised, hushed tones about how boring they were finding it. I tried to refocus my attention on the show, however was slightly distracted when the gentleman put his hand up the woman's skirt and began to kiss her neck. Oh, what? I mean, someone tell the grandkids getting fingered in Harry Potter. I felt extremely uncomfortable <laughs> as this continued for a few minutes when, thankfully, the intermission... Darling, we're in London, it's an interval. ...arrived. I jumped out of my seat to find a member of staff who advised they would come and speak to the pair and offered us seats elsewhere. I guess my question to you is, what do you do when someone starts getting fingered in the theatre? <laughs> I'm all for magic, but that is one wizard's sleeve too many for my liking. <laughs> oh, God. From one Bristolian to another, Ellie. I mean, look, this is the etiquette guy here. And I'm the northerner, right? But even I draw the line of getting fingered in Harry Potter. Or in any theatre setting, to be honest. There is no etiquette. You, any, anybody listening? That's a public space. Don't get fingered in the theatre. Right? Or in a public pay place. Fingering in the thing. Back at Bosses, all right, if no one's watching. No, Jordan! Yeah, but fingering in the theatre, I, even I say. Especially no. Harry Potter, because it's a family show. I once seen someone getting fingered on a dance floor in Preston. <laughs> I did. Good. Yeah. In, uh, I don't think it's going anymore. In Max Bar. You'll be aware if anybody is going Preston. Max or Smacks? No, it's Max. Max in Burnley. Oh, okay. Sorry. And, um, yeah, they were going for it. Good. Well, maybe, maybe it's the same people mm. that find it appropriate. But, yeah, yeah I, uh, I do agree, Ellie. You got, you got the right, you did the right approach in that you got the theatre staff to deal with it. That's what they're there for. I would love to know what you said to them. Um, sorry to disturb you. Shall we role play it? Okay. You... Who am I? You be the staff. I'm, okay. okay. Um, hi, sorry to disturb you. Hello. Um, Ice cream? Uh, no, 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 thank you. Um, Programme? No, 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 I've been put off. Magic wand? Um, speaking of which. Yes. Uh, 
I, uh, there's a couple next to me. They're clearly not enjoying the show. I am. I'm really enjoying it. Oh, that's good to know. Thank you. Um, Could you maybe uh, keep the secrets and share it on social media? Sure. Thank you. Um, the only thing is... Yes. Uh, they're a bit distracted, I think. Oh, right. Um, in, in what way? He's, um, he's got at least two upper. I'm sorry? He's, uh, yeah. I don't get what you mean. Uh, the lady next to me is being fingered. Is he trying to slither in? <laughs> um, you could say that, yeah. Right. Um, yeah. It's. Um, I'm trying to think of a pun. <laughs> Chamber of Secrets. Oh, yeah. It's. Um, he's definitely having a feel around in her Chamber of Secrets. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, Would you like us to go and have a word? Yes, please. Okay. It's. Um, not nice when I'm trying to watch Harry Potter. She's getting fingered. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for spelling it out. I'm so sorry. Would you like to move seats? Yes, that'd be great. Into hers. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't get that. Into her seat. Why would you move into Because you want to get a finger oh, too. Uh, oh, no, I, I'm okay. Thank <laughs> you. I'm okay. <laughs> Imagine him going. Expelliarmus. Oh, yeah, yeah, it doesn't even work. Gryffindor. <laughs> would, would you like me to go Expelliarmus? Oh. Expelliarmus. Anyway, okay. there we go. Thank you for your letter. It was subtle. Thank you for your letter, Ellie. There we go. I don't know. The world we live in. People getting fingered in Harry Potter. Dear William Jordan and EPB, help. I am in love with my boss. You're a... You've never... What? No, no. Help. I'm in love with my new boss. First of all, apologies if this has already been covered. I'm a newbie here and I'm working my way through all previous episodes. It has, but we're here. We're here to help. I, a straight female, 34, work very early in a well-known supermarket and have fallen hard for the male night manager at said supermarket. There's not been any flirting, but we have caught each other's eyes a few times. Mm. I'm a bit wary of getting involved with someone at work as I've been in a similar situation before when I've told someone I like them and then it ended awkwardly. However, the optimist in me is thinking, what if he is the one? Please mm -hmm. help, Anonymous. Anonymous, write it out. I'm sorry? Like, if if he's not married and you're, if you're both single and you're getting the signs, write it out. Let's see how it goes, right? You know, and then before you know it, you're chatting and stuff and it's, the, and I know it sounds so corny and so eye-rolled, do you want to go for a drink? Ride it out. If if you're both single and it's all above board, ride it out. If he's married, he's got kids, or he's with someone, best behaviour. That's my advice. Okay. Ride it out. Just take see how it is, and then that's the whole fun of it. When you, you would you like to role play friends. this one? Uh, no. Why not? Okay, fine. Who would you like to be? I'll be um, anonymous. Okay, I'll be the manager. Can I have a name, please? Uh. So Anonymous is a girl, right. and the Nightmander is a man. I'll be Bruce. Okay. Hi, Bruce. Hello. You're looking very handsome today. Thank you, Anonymous. How was your weekend? It's good, thank you. Did you do much? Uh, no, actually. You know, being single, of course, I just, you know, stay around and do nothing. Oh, are you single as well? Oh, are you single too, Anonymous? I am, but um, don't tell him on this, but last weekend hmm. I got fingered in Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> You were in Harry Potter. <laughs> I got fingered.
เดนแฮร์รี่พอตจูอัมซีสอรี่ทุกคนอนอนิมัสวุฒิบีเบนซ์เวิร์กิ่งในลิตเติลฉันฟิงเกอร์ในนั้นด้วยเดี๋ยววิลเลียมจอร์ดันอีพีบีและเดียโกสเฟนสเฟนสเฟนก่อนเอ็กซ์เฟนเอ่อหมายความคือสิ่งสิ่งสิ่งสิ่งสิ่ง
Just be like, can I get your taxi? That's what you got to do. Okay. I, I would... They might panic a bit, but just make them feel... Have you got far to get home? Yeah, that kind That's of thing. That's a good question. But I don't think... Can you I can, call you a taxi? I don't think you can... If they're that drunk, you just let them, let them sleep. Sleep it out. And make them a coffee in the morning. Strong black coffee. Yes. And then you say, do you take milk? Offer them sugar? Or, Felix, if he wakes up and you're both... Is it he? I think so. Or well, Felix sounds fairly male. If no, if the or he could be a cat. No, I'm on about the person asleep. Right. Is that a he? That's a that's a man. Oh, if he's awake in the morning and you're awake, he's still both up for it. Then. And then you say, "Can I call you a taxi?" Afterwards, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. But no, I think I think you just have to. Or you just say, "I'm so sorry. I've got I've got to go into work." Even if you don't. Wake little, him up. Little white lie. Wake him up. Coffee in one hand, lube in the other, and go. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> You're swallowing something, which one do you want? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Lovely. Well, as always, you can send your tales of trepidation to help at sexwithmyboss.com. Or you can send your uh, messages on Instagram, at sexwithmyboss, or you can write to William, who promises a handwritten reply in his own letter to paper. The address for that is on the website, sexwithmyboss.com. I'm going to go and dry out now, and we'll see you on Friday. 